you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of your career and life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and this is a show where we talk about what it means to own your career and the things you can do to own your career and really set yourself up for future success. We've been doing this show for quite some time, done a lot of interviews on this show in the past, and uh, right now we're in the middle of a solo live series where I'm recording a series of live episodes on LinkedIn to talk about what it means to own your career and walk you through the content from my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, and help you truly take ownership of your career and control of your future. The first episode that we did was all about self-awareness and self-reflection to really understand yourself and who you are as kind of the foundation before we get to doing anything else. And then building on that, we talked about once you know yourself, the importance of setting a vision for where you want to go in your career, getting more clarity on that so that you have uh, you know, an idea of where you want to go, much like when a pilot gets in, a, in the cockpit of a plane, they know where they want to go and they have a plan for how to get there. Uh, and then we talked about putting a plan in place beyond that. But once you had that vision, uh, the next episode, we also talked about the importance of connecting to a purpose and knowing not only where you want to go, but why do you want to go there? What is the reason behind it? And that the more clarity you have on your vision and the more clarity you have on the purpose, the easier it is going to be get past those harder times. I just had a meeting earlier today with a member of my team who is looking to potentially write a book and build a business and uh, asked her, why do you want to do these things? And the more clarity you have on the why, the easier it's going to be to do the how and overcome the challenges that come up along the way. So we had a great conversation about it. And I always recommend that for any big goal that you have. Beyond the why, we talked about making a plan. It's important once you have that vision and you know why you want to get there, to lay out a plan, lay out some specific goals for how you want to get there. And the important thing that I talked about in that session, I talk about in almost all of the keynotes I do in big companies, is that the lesson I've learned over time is that a goal without a plan is really just a wish, right? So if you have that vision, that goal, you know what you want to achieve in your career, you don't really have a plan to get there, then it's probably not going to happen. Now, today I want to talk about asking for and getting help because once you have that goal, you have that plan, there's a tendency to think, oh, I should just be able to do this on my own. I'll just wing this. I won't talk to anybody about it. Um, I'll put in the work. I'll grind it out. You know, America, and you could be anywhere, right? But we're all about the self-made successful person, the self-made millionaire. But that's not really what it's about. And you look at most successful people or people that you uh, perceive as successful, they'll probably tell you that they had a lot of help along the way. And so there's no shame in asking for and receiving help. Uh, by the way, I am recording this live on LinkedIn and YouTube. If you have a question or a comment, feel free to throw that in the chat. Uh, I see you, uh, Trisha. Thanks for letting me know earlier that I was <laughs> muted. The first time I went to record this, my audio input was off. And so I think there was no sound coming out. And so it would have been a very muted live and a very muted 
uh, podcast interview. You wouldn't hear anything from me. Uh, maybe that'll give you some time for self-reflection, uh, but hopefully this will give you some other things to think about. Um, and I see a comment from Josh Barber in the chat there. Hey, Josh, good to see you. Uh, so asking for and receiving help. There's an old African proverb that I love uh, that I started the chapter in my book with uh, that goes, uh, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. That's something you may have heard before. And it's something I think about a lot because something I've learned over time uh, from all my reading and research and acting and doing is that humans are social creatures. We are really made to be working socially with each other, to be helping each other, to supporting each other, to working together, um, to connect with each other. You know, when you look at 98% of human history, we lived primarily in tribes, in groups, right? We could not survive on our own. And so it was really important that you fit in and uh, you help support the tribe and the group that you're in. Now for the last 100, 200, 300 or so years, a little bit longer in some societies, Western society, we've been able to really kind of live on our own and it's been very different and that's totally great. But I think people lose sight of the fact sometimes that we are social creatures and we do better. We thrive better when we are connected with others. We're receiving help from others. So it's okay to ask for and receive help. And if you want to go farther in your career, I believe that you will do so by receiving help from others. So don't be afraid um, to ask for and get help. Now, a lot of people I think are afraid. As I said, don't be afraid. A lot of people are afraid to ask for the help that they might need in their career. Um, fear and ego often get in the way. I should be able to figure this out on my own. I don't want to bother other people. Um, I'm not worth investing in. I don't know if I take the time or money to try to ask for help, if it'll be worth it. Um, I don't want to bother other people. I might put them out. When uh, the flip side of it is, when you think about it, do you like helping other people, right? If people ask you for help, do you like helping them? Like every now and then, you might be a little annoyed if you've got other things going on. But for the most part, I found I love helping others. And I think most people do as well. So when someone comes to you for help, especially if it's something you know how to do, they're like, boom, yeah, I would love to help you with that. And sometimes I say it almost, you're almost like you're doing them a favor because they get such a good feeling out of helping you. I know I love helping others. I get a great feeling out of helping somebody succeed in their career, their life, whatever it may be, right? It really lights me up. So it's okay to ask other people for help. And, you know, like I said before, I think we're not really meant to do things on, the, on our own. So don't let that fear or that ego hold you back. Uh, I've received a lot of great help in my career. I would not be where I am today if it wasn't for the help I've received. And when you do ask for help, you never really know where it might lead. So a great example that I shared in my book was back in 2010, I was in a career that I wasn't really that excited about. It wasn't that fulfilling. I felt like I wasn't really leveraging the skills that I had, and I knew there was something better out there for me. So on a chance, a whim, I reached out to a friend, and I, a friend of mine named Adam Boggs, uh, who I know had a lot of sales experience, and asked him for some help and some advice in possibly getting into sales or figuring out what the next step was in my career. And he got back to me right away and said, well, actually, just started at this consulting company. You may want to check it out. Let's talk. And we ended up talking, and he got me an, an interview with this company that ended up being uh, quite a dream job, really, for me. It was everything that I was looking for at the time. And I never, ever would have found it if it wasn't for his help. If I didn't reach out and send that email and ask him for help, I never would have gotten that interview. I never really would have known about the company or the job. I never would have gotten the interview, and I never would have gotten the job. 
So I always remember that. And then, you know, going forward, as I've built my business over the years, built my brand, built a business, published my book, started podcasts, I've had tons and tons of help along the way. Uh, I've joined multiple mastermind groups, joined uh, online paid communities run by experts who you know know what they're doing in the space that I'm in. Uh, I've paid a lot of money to attend conferences and virtual summits and join online groups so that I can learn from other people who are doing the things that I want to know how to do. Um, taking online courses. When I went to publish my book, I took an online course run by a woman named Honore Cordor. Highly recommend it. It's called Self-Publishing PhD. And it was all about how to self-publish a book and make it successful. And I learned everything from her. And I took a bunch of notes and I went out and implemented those. And I had what some uh, traditionally published authors even told me was one of the best book launches they've ever seen. And it's because I invested money in taking the course and put the time into implementing the things that I learned there. So this is about making sure that you're spending time learning and not trying to reinvent the wheel, but they're also willing to ask for help if you're trying a new thing. Um, a lot of people changing careers right now. Uh, and there's a lot of great career coaches that I have in my network. So I'm surprised when people are like, oh no, I'm not going to hire a career coach. I'm going to try to do things on my own. Don't be afraid to hire a coach or find a mentor uh, or if it's something you want to do internally within the company you work for, talk to your manager, right? Reach out to your manager who might be able to help you. I'm always surprised by how many people feel a little bit stuck or frustrated in their career and that there might be more for them to do in the company they work for, but they're afraid to talk to their manager or they don't make time to talk to their manager, who is probably the number one person, the kind of key stakeholder and influential person in being able to help them in what they want to achieve in their career. Uh, and I get that it can be kind of scary sometimes. I've been in that position where I wasn't quite sure what to say or how to start that conversation or make it about me. But I promise you that in most cases, your manager probably wants to help you. Uh, he or she is probably just busy, right? With a lot of stuff going on, which is why I'm always a big advocate of being proactive in scheduling that time with your manager or your mentor, if you have one, or a coach, going out and finding a coach if you have one and saying, you know, here's, I want to block time that's focused on my career and my career development. And I'd like to just talk to you about where I am and where I might want to go and, and get your, your advice. And I know a lot of managers, they, they don't know what to say to employees until, because they haven't had really been given the training on how to give coaching and feedback until there's a specific request, right? So if I don't hear from my employee, he or she is probably fine. Uh, if they need anything, they'll ask for something. Otherwise, I'm just going to you know, keep going on what I'm doing. But if you schedule time with me and you say, hey, Andy, like everything's going well here. I feel like there's more I could be doing. Um, here are my skills that I'm thinking about. You know, Could you give me some feedback on trying to achieve this thing? Or um, could you help give me some advice or guidance? Well, now I'm ready to give you specific advice and guidance. I want to support you. I want to help you. So let me see what I can do to help. Um, I just... I uh, didn't have that information before until now. And so now I do, and I'm going to seek to do what I can uh, to help you with your goals, right? So always recommend be proactive, seek out and have that conversation, block the time, ask if you can really talk about your career, where you want to go, um, you know, lay out the reasons why you are happy with some of the things that you're doing and grateful for the work and the guidance you've received in the past. And You'd also like to maybe make some moves in the future, what you're thinking about, and ask for support. And it may not always work out the way you want it to. 
you may not have the most supportive manager in the world. I've been there as well. In fact, I had this conversation uh, more than a decade ago. It's been many years now where I sat down with my manager and said, I don't think my skills match exactly what I'm doing. I think we could benefit from me spending more time doing this other thing out in the field that's not in my normal job description. It might match my strengths better. And you know, maybe we could accomplish certain things together. And he basically said to me, no, <laughs> that's not part of your job. Get back to work. And it was at that point that I knew that this was not the place for me. And it was probably time to start looking for something else. And eventually I did move on. But I don't think that's always going to be the case because there's a lot of really great supportive managers out there. And had he said, yeah, let me help you. Let's figure this out. I might still be there today. So if you work in talent development, learning and development, by the way, um, and organ you're a leader, you got to be open to the those conversations and not, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Turn them away, right? Um, dismiss employees and, and what they're thinking about and dreaming about because your job is not to hoard talent. Your job as a leader is to enable your talent and help them grow and improve in their careers wherever they might end up going. And if you do help them, then you're going to build a legacy and they're going to be remembering you forever for that work that you did for helping enable them and and help them execute and, and be more successful in their career. And for you as an employee, you want to seek out if your manager is not that person, find a mentor, someone who is a little further ahead in their career that's doing the thing that you want to do, um, who can maybe share some advice and some wisdom from the work they've done in their career and seek help and guidance from them, right? It doesn't have to be an official mentorship capacity. That can be awkward to ask sometimes, but just to ask hey, I see that you are working in X, you're a VP of finance, I would like to get there one day. Could I you know, take buy you a cup of coffee or can we have coffee sometime, virtual coffee or in-person coffee, so I could ask you some questions about your career? And people are generally pretty open to that and very um, eager to help others, especially those who are behind them on the journey. So look for those people. And then finally, as I mentioned, coaching, um, coaches, mastermind conferences, don't be afraid to invest in yourself and your career, hire a coach, join a mastermind group, join an online community, um, uh, go to conferences, right? People are so afraid to do this, or they don't think about investing in themselves. They think about investing in the stock market, but there's no better thing to invest in, I think, than yourself, right? Where you can get infinite returns and live a happier life, uh, and be more successful, possibly earn more money over time. I don't think you're going to get a better return anywhere else than investing in yourself, which is why I continue to invest thousands of dollars in myself every year uh, and will continue to do that, investing in myself and keep looking for opportunities to learn and grow because I find that it keeps paying off for me uh, year after year. So I'm a big fan and advocate of that. Um, don't forget to connect with other people, to continue to build your network, to talk to other people about what they're doing, and then be willing to ask them for help as well. Uh, the key is, the key is, don't go too far, right? So if someone does a favor for you and you come back and ask them for another favor, they might do that one and be happy, but then you ask them for another favor, then all of a sudden you start to look needy or you're wanting too much, right? There's kind of a balance there, right? People love helping unless you either ask them for quote too much or you ask them for, for something that puts them in an awkward position. So if you find somebody in a job that that you might want one day and you ask them, hey, can we have coffee? I'd love to just ask you questions about your career. That's something they can easily do. And it doesn't put them in an awkward position. They're probably ask, offer, happy 
to help you. But if you go to them and say, hey, I love what you're doing. Can you get me a job? Whoa, that's kind of awkward, right? Like, I don't know you that well. I'm not, I don't, you don't even know if we're hiring. I don't know if I want to put my reputation on the line to get you an interview. If I don't even know you, like, let's talk first, right? So you come at it from the informational, like I'm gathering information, I'm interviewing you, not I'm looking for a job or looking for an interview because that puts people at ease. There's no pressure there to deliver some big thing. They're just offering their advice. And once you have that conversation, they might be so impressed with you and say, actually, you know what? We're hiring here or we've got a role on a project coming up. Do you want to maybe look at applying for that or take that? So just use discretion, right? Um, Approach everybody with kindness, with respect, with admiration, um, with empathy. And uh, I think that you'll go far doing that and don't ask for too much. You know, if they give you an introduction, you could ask for one more, but the third time might be a little bit too much, right? So don't go too far. Um, And then the last thing I'll add is make sure you're helping others, right? It's kind of obvious, but I believe in karma, whatever you want to call it. Uh, If you would like to receive help from people, you know, you get what you put out into the world, right? So I'm constantly looking for ways to help others because I like receiving help from others, but I can't expect people to help help me if I'm not helping them, right? You know, it's, it's reciprocal and it doesn't have to be the same person, but I believe in the energy that you put out into the world. If you are helping others, you're putting positive energy out there, you are out in the world as someone who is helpful, then other people are gonna pick up on that and be willing to help you. So I'm constantly looking for ways to help other people, to support other authors and speakers, to help my clients anything you know, with anything that they need, to help my friends and my family, definitely. And um, I see that that continues to come back to me over and over again. All right, now it's your turn. I want you to think about who are, what is the help that you need? Who are the people that could help you? Where might you look at maybe investing more time or money in improving your situation, right? Who could be a potential mentor for you? Have you had a conversation with your manager in a while? If you don't, if you have one, um, are you due to have that conversation? Is your manager supportive? Could you find a mentor who's helpful? Um, and then think about this in terms of habits. Stop, you know, you want to, in my book, I talked about the habits you want to stop and the habits you want to start. So stop the habit of trying to do everything yourself and start the new habit of thinking it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to get help. It's okay to invest in myself um, and start asking for help on a regular basis. Don't be needy, not every day, um, but look for those opportunities and be willing to ask for help and recognize that other people, if you are a, a good person who likes helping others, are going to be happy to help you as well. All right, that is all I have for today. Thank you so much for watching, for listening. Um, as usual, my this is content right from my book, Own Your Career, Own Your Life, which is available on Amazon. If you haven't gotten it yet, we'd love for you to go pick up a copy, uh, read it, share your feedback, leave a review on Amazon. If you have read it and you haven't yet left a review for the book on Amazon, I'd love for you to do that. It would mean the world to me Uh, Those reviews help other people find the book. And if you're looking for some free resources, I've got a bunch on my website, including the five steps to owning your career, the top five most common career mistakes, and the three questions to ask anytime you face a big challenge. Those are all on our website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus. That's ownyourcareerownyourlife.com slash bonus. And I'm excited to announce that as I'm recording this live, 
We are just about to announce the new Own Your Career community. So if you are listening to this on the podcast afterwards, go to our website, ownyourcareerownyourlife.com. You've got the bonus resources there, and there should be information there about our brand new Own Your Career community, where we're going to be teaching concepts like this on a regular basis, answering your questions, and connecting people with each other to really help them support each other, ask for and receive help in owning their careers. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching and listening. I appreciate you and your support. I couldn't do it without you, and I will talk to you next time.